Well, good evening, all those souls that joined us tonight. Our reading list so far consists of Yvonne, Donna, Reverend Bill. Listening, we have Judy and Gloria. And we are actually in the addendum. If you're in the earlier edition, it's in the back of the book on page, we'll be on page 670. And the addendum is titled Learning in the Time of Christ. And we'll be going into part two. And that covers the treaties, the treaties, four of them. And I know, I think, in the a later edition, they're dispersed among the book, three books, I don't know if in the front or the back, which I believe they should have been initially, because it gives you insight to what the next, you know, the book is about. So, again, if you have the earlier edition, it's page 6. 70. We'll be starting with A26. We're going to probably finish up this section because uh, it only goes to 34. And the usual protocol established on this call is that every the readers get to read one paragraph each and then we will read through the material and then go back and uh, dialogue on it. So we'll see how we make out this evening. And again, I'd like everyone to be aware of keeping their phones muted if they're not speaking or reading at the time. And, you know, as usual, be courteous. Don't speak over each other. Allow space for everyone. And we'll see as the evening goes along if we're going to go for an hour and a half, if I can can last. So we'll see. There's no set pattern that there's nothing chiseled in stone that it has to be an hour and a half, at least not for my session. Anyway. Okay. So with all that said, I think, is there any questions? Somebody, anything at this point before I start going forward? Okay. How I what I would like to start is hello. Yes. I I'm not sure. I have another edition of the book. Okay. So is that in a different place? You know, there are probably a few. Go to the index and look up the addendum. Learning in the time of Christ. Okay. Okay. Part. Is it part one? No, we went through part one last week. We were in part two. Okay. And the part okay. two covers the treaties, the four treaties, the second book. Okay. Because they do come in individual books. That's three books in one it. day. Got it, four Donna? Th- so we'll, 413. Yeah we'll, be, yeah, we'll be starting with A26. Okay. Paragraph A26. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. So, with all that said, and I'll ask at this point, has anybody joined us at this point would like to announce? They took the tones off. Uh, This is Micah. Um, I've joined. Hi. Hi, Micah. 
I love hearing your hey voice. There. You make my evening. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> so <awesome. laughs> nice. You've been so tonight. All right. Am Thank I putting you. you on the reading list or the listening list? Uh, I, I guess I could read. I'm in a place oh, with light. I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. We have a small reading list tonight. That includes Yvonne, Donna, Reverend Bill, Micah. Listening, we have Judy and Gloria. Okay, so. This is Lemoyne. I can read if you like. Hello. Thank you, I would like. Glad to hear you. Okay. Anybody else? Okay, all right. You want me to put you first, Micah? To read? Is that Micah? Uh, uh, I, I, I think it's okay at first. Where it's at. All right. Like I said, we're in section, the second part of the addendum, Learning in the Time of Christ. And we'll be covering A26 to A34, maybe half. We'll see how we go. Maybe at some point we'll stop in the middle and dialogue if it's getting too much. I don't like to rush through it. There's no... That curriculum. Go with the flow. As I oh, hold on, I dropped something. Okay, I'm back. All right, so here we are. Another evening together in the course of love. So I ask us to settle in, relax, take a few deep breaths, close your eyes. With the feel of the light of God surround you, the love of God enfold you, the power of God will protect you, and the presence of God is with us wherever we are. It's a short version of the uh, prayer of protection from the unity movement. I say that that settles me in, particularly when I'm not even feeling well. I just surround myself with those words and I can feel God around me all all the while. So I'm going to go back within, in in the dialogues, in the acceptance of the state of grace of the newly identified child of God, there is what appears to be a prayer. And I will read as cited in the book. So like I said, close your eyes. Listen to these words. He tells us, you and your source are one. And then he goes on to say, I am no longer, and this is speaking for all of us, I am no longer the personal self who is separate and alone. I am my Christ's true self. I dwell in unity. My identity is certain. This is the truth. I am not less than I once was, but more. Where once I was empty, I now am full. Where once I dwelt in darkness, I now dwell in the light. Where once I had forgotten, now I remember who I am. Now I go forth 
to live as who I am within the world, to make cause and effect as one, and union with the source of love and all creation, the reality. And I say amen, amen, amen. That's such a beautiful prayer for me. Okay. So as I said earlier, the protocol is each reader will read a paragraph. And maybe we'll see after, you know, a couple of paragraphs being read, even more than a couple. We'll see if we'll stop in dialogue somewhat. Play it by ear, basically. Okay. So we got Yvonne starting us off. Donna, Reverend Bill, Micah. And Lemoyne. Yvonne, you want to start with A26, please? Sure, Paula. Okay. And readers who have not moved away from their desire to learn something that would feed their minds or egos seldom will, will seldom continue to this next level. Big sentence right there. The next level brings... You know what, Yvonne, Yvonne, excuse me. I'm going to read A25. Okay. That's a prelude to 26. I should have looked at that. I didn't realize it addressed. Yeah, okay. it kind of leads it right into it. So let me read that. Thank It'll you. give us a running start. Readers that naturally may wonder what there is left to strive for and in doing so reach again the very difficult transition away from striving. In in unity, perfection is the reality. Your reality is union. Thus, no striving for either unity or perfection is necessary. The answer for those in need of challenges is the challenge presented in the call to reside in unity and to express the divinity of their nature through sharing in union and relationship. This call is further, this call, excuse me, is addressed further in the work of the treatise. The treatise. treatise. So this is just taking us into section two, which is the four treaties. treatise. And those are the art, let me, I'm going to read those. There's the, the art of thought is the first treatise. The nature of unity and its recognition is the second. The personal self is the third. And the new is the fourth treatise. So that's what this section will be covering, basically. So again, Yvonne, you want to start us off with A26? Yeah, thanks for that, Paula. That's helpful for me. Uh, Readers, too. I haven't looked at this again since the last time we did it, so I'm a little rusty probably. Okay, readers who have not moved away from their desire to learn something that will feed their minds or egos will seldom continue to this next level. The next level brings with it the same situation the reader encountered in receiving the course. But the reader will now encounter these situations in life. The reader is no longer only a reader. Their experience of this course has extended beyond reading and beyond the classroom situation. Now a time may come 
one's studying truly seems to be in order. The guidance provided by their reading may seem to come and go, and their desire to rely on what they have, quote, learned will grow. They may desire to backtrack, review, or begin to highlight passages to return to again and again. New questions may arise, and a desire for feedback or discussion feedback or discussion grows stronger. This may also be precisely the time when the reader is so caught up in experience and learning in life that return to a group or classroom situation feels next to impossible. Any Yes. Rather than being in a standard of learning, rather than being in a standard learning situation, what the reader, what the reader who is now experiencing life in a new way is doing, is attempting to reinforce what he or she already knows and has already accepted. The language is returned to as a helpful friend would be turned to for judgment-free advice. What those who begin to experience life in a new way begin to discover are the patterns of thoughts and behaviors that are most deeply entrenched in them. They feel in need of assistance. Pass. At this point, groups may need to become more flexible, meet less frequently, or even disband in favor of former, quote, classmates meeting in more casual and spontaneous encounters. It remains important for facilitators and group members to be available to one another, if at all possible, during this time. For what is being gained through experience is still in need of being shared. This sharing can offer a rich and rewarding opportunity for differences to be revealed and for the welcome realization that differences do not make separate. Pass. Micah? All right. Okay, uh, 29. The forward motion, regardless of the group's configuration, is still the same. It is one movement away from learning and toward acceptance of what is. While differences may be highlighted in this time, what will be revealed through sharing is that while experiences may differ greatly, and seem to be offering diverse learning situations, the individuals will actually be coming to many very similar new insights and truth. The impatience of the earlier level may seem to have increased 
as these experiences will be moving each individual along at her own pace. <clears throat> Comparisons may arise, and some may feel they are not advancing as quickly as others, while those moving quickly may feel in need of time to catch their breath. Is there anyone out there that has joined us would like to join the reading list at this point? Or announce that they're here? Well, I guess there's no one out there but us. So. Well, I had to call back. My other phone went dead, so that may have been the call you heard. No, I'm just, I have the tones off, so I have oh, to do. ask. Okay. Yeah, all right. Not, you know, they get, you know, they, they kind of like, you know, take away, you know, interrupt, interrupt, you know, interrupt the flow. So I just make the announcement. It's okay. You know, I think we're going to read through to 34, and then we'll open it up to discussion. So. Yvonne, you want to pick up on A31, please? Okay. Now, despite the rapidity of movement or lack thereof, to read the treaties together will likely feel as if it is almost a waste of valuable time. Thus, gatherings of those working with the treaties is will naturally include more sharing of experiences. The facilitator's task now is, an, is now one of placing these experiences in context. After giving the group time to talk, the facilitator might choose a brief passage that will fit within the content of the sharing. Always, it is the facilitator's role to guide the individual group members away from inclination, which may be strong during this time, to, quote, figure things out. Problem solving is to be discouraged. Trust is to be encouraged. Often a discussion can be facilitated, excuse me, often a discussion can be facilitated greatly by the question, how might we be able to look at the situation in a new way? To encourage the gentleness of the art of thought over the relentless stridency of the thinking mind is always helpful. Obsessive thinking is always ruthless, judgmental, and wearing on the thinker. He or she needs help in breaking its grip and should never be allowed to suffer. <laughs> okay, Pat. Donna? 32. Assisting individuals with the recognition of patterns is also a highly valuable service that facilitators and other group members can provide. The entrenched patterns of the past are difficult to dislodge, even when they have been recognized. Individuals can be encouraged here to watch the parade go by as what has been what, as what has gone unhealed is brought forward for acceptance, forgiveness, and letting go. 
with the letting go of each old pattern or situation that seems fraught with peril, a cloud of despair will lift. A little more of darkness recedes, and a little more light is available to show the way. Pass. Mike, Mike, are you still Often there? Here. Okay. Often here, the facilitator will meet as well individual assessments and self-doubts. Group members may wonder if they are missing something. They may feel as if they have not experienced unity or as if they are no closer to knowing themselves or God. They may feel as if this course of study that seemed to be working so well for a while now is letting them down. They may wonder where and when the peace, ease, and abundance promised by this course will arrive. These need help in staying grounded in the present and reminders that they are no longer seeking. They need your reassurance that this time of engagement with life is just what is needed to integrate what has been learned. A return to the simple words that begin the treatise on unity would be appropriate. A treasure that you do not as yet recognize is going to be recognized. Once recognized, it will begin to be regarded as an ability. And finally, through experience, it will become your identity. Pass. Okay, 34. The achievements of the past Achievements that awarded credentials, certificates, and degrees, admiration, respect, and status are now a thing of the past. What individuals may well be looking for is their reward for the investment they have made in this coursework. While they are looking for show for it to show up in an old way they will miss the new ways that are being revealed to them remind them gently that the achievements of the past were not lasting and that they are not what they would truly want now remind them that the goal is reached in being who they are at last it is present not in the future It is with them, not beyond them. The treasure is them. Well, thank you. Thank you all for reading. Quite a bit was said within these paragraphs, which, you know, to me, it always made sense to read this with each section. Like, you know, having gone through the treatise, now reading it. It's, well, but here we are. And, you know, when I think about this gathering on Wednesday evenings, I don't consider myself, well, I do to some extent, a facilitator. 
But I think each and, each and every one of us on this call takes that role on in their sharing. I've heard it. There's not one facilitator. We are all in our own way a facilitator. This, put it, this puts it like there's one and then there's the students. And that never worked for me in this group. And that's what I don't intend. This is us. And like I said, in the course of our dialogues, we can ask a question. We can help another. We've done it, each and every one of us, in our own way. And it's worked. So I appreciate what is written here, but I think it's, it goes more to group facilitators rather than one. And it's worked up until this point, and I don't intend to change it. So that was my spiel. <laughs> Thank you, Paula. Anyway. Yeah. Thank you, Paula. You know, it sure has worked for me. Thank yeah. you, Paul. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Synchronicity yeah. of us. That that's what I love about this group. You know, but and yet, you know, reading what was said here, I mean it's it, it you know, we I can relate to it on an individual basis too, you know, having come to this work, still striving. Still trying to, you know, like, you know, grasp learning and striving, and that's what. As eventually, when I kept reading this over, the, took me a while. I relaxed into it, and I stopped striving. I just felt it and experienced it. So, I think we all gotten to that point. So, I'm going to be quiet. The floor is open. Be my guest. This is Donna. I would just like to say that you or anyone who shows up and does this <laughs> is a great facilitator because, because in my case, your devotion helps me helps me uh, try to be devoted. I mean, you know, my life is different, so I can't be every place I want to be. But in that way, anyone like you, Paula, who who are Reverend Bill or Lori and et cetera, Lemoyne, shows up. So that's a facilitator, but it's also it's it's someone who's who's chosen to be in a place to bring people together and have an opportunity that, that they would never have had. And, and I know that the Holy Spirit is doing all this, but my humanness is very grateful. Uh, and I'm great, very grateful for any uh, understanding that any light that's added to the readings, uh, to the language, 
and to what Jesus is um, helping us do. So I, I just want to express my deep gratitude uh, just by showing up. You're a facilitator and a teacher and a leader and a guide and a friend. So I am complete, and thank you for, for it all. <laughs> thank you, Donna. I don't, I don't see myself as a teacher. <laughs> I'm still a learner, <laughs> but thank you. But, you know, like you said, and I, and I said, it, it, you know, it's all us. It's us that make a, you know, a good, whatever you want to say, you know, a meaningful gathering, you know. Any one of us steps up at any moment to help another, you know, brother or sister and understanding something, just without sharing. Questions are asked, minds start to think, hearts start to open, and we share. I I don't even like to think of the word classroom. You know, it's not. That's what I wanted to get away from the miracles. And this is what this book afforded me, a more relaxed atmosphere. Enough said. Anything else? Anyone want to opine on what you read so far? My fellow facilitators? Well, uh, this is Micah. It's a kind of an interesting sentence in paragraph 28 uh, at the bottom where Jesus is saying, this sharing can offer a rich and rewarding opportunity for differences to be revealed and for the welcome realization that differences do not make separate. I, I just love that. Realization that differences do not make separate. And it kind of softens something in me. You know, it's it's like the embrace where the, that that old lens of the ego discernment, you know, as it looks at the world and, and really studies differences and and it highlights separation and everything it sees and, and now it's a different lens completely where it something feels the uniqueness of all these expressions and and yet in the heart or in the embrace it's um it, it holds it all you know in, in a in a soft way so anyway that was a nice and i i'm done how about that thank you mike that was nice yeah This is Reverend Bill. Um, I have a question. Um, were you folks hearing me speak a few moments ago when Micah began? No, or are no. you hearing me now? I didn't hear you. No. Um, were you speaking to us? Yes, I was. Well, maybe you were and muted and didn't realize it. 
No, we didn't hear. I would not, you know, I would have said, and Reverend Bill, no, we didn't hear your voice at all. I didn't. Okay. Okay. Well, that's fine. I'm I'm clear that that what Micah had to offer was valuable, certainly, and and beautiful. So thank you for that. Um, Yeah. Uh, I guess the... uh, Let's take a few moments and see if anybody has anything to offer relative to what Michael, Michael was sharing, and then perhaps I can jump in here. I don't want to mm. interrupt the flow from what Micah was offering. You know, that sentence, Micah, thank you for saying that, because I love the idea where it says the re- rewarding opportunity for differences to be revealed. And and we do, you know, I've heard it on, you know, the calls. You know, it's okay. And and that's the key word that he used somewhere about the acceptance. And we are at that point for most of us. And I think all of us, I understand most, that we, we accept each other. And there are differences, but it's okay. I mean, that's what he said to me in the course, in the first book and throughout this work that it's okay. We are who we are, and it's okay. And I think we all, you know, on these calls and these gatherings, and many calls, I hear that. There might be differences, but it's fine. You don't judge them. So, yeah, it's a gentle flow. Then you welcome the realization what differences do not make separate. Separate us. It joins us. It's opportunities to look within and and to absorb what was said. Take it or leave it. But it's okay. So, the floor's open. Anybody else want to share on that line? Yeah. This is this is the line. I I think that. For me, it, it's like a, a penny drop on this. Not particularly on this reading, but it is a welcome realization that differences don't imply separation. They require they require some recognition. Um, well, they require re- relationship to see the difference. Now, it's mm-hmm. not the. It's not perhaps the the goal of unity in some sense to compare and then contrast but you know even a, a relationship of severe conflict between two parties is a relationship and that you know it's like um, and, and you know what's the difference between that and unity is just people's perception. You know, people get into conflict when they perceive a difference and use it to justify fear or judgment or some cycle of that kind of thing. Um, but what underlies all of it is the relationship. It's there. And um, 
So, I mean, it is a welcome realization that even what appears like it might be or imply separation or choir is or something is actually founded on the relationship that's already there. And, uh, you know, difficulties, suffering are all from our perception and judgment. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, it becomes, the recognition of the relationship becomes the place to stand and try it um, and hold both sides of conflict, even though I may be really tempted to join one, to remember and strive to include both in, in a relation, that, that there is a relationship between yeah. um, <laughs> I, I can only say child, children of God there. And relationship is always there, even in the most extreme path of this Just a perceived threat. Anyway, I'm yeah, Lemoyne, you kind of faded out at the end there. Are you with us? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, it is a welcome realization to even look at something where people are like locked in some battle and to recognize that it becomes a place to stand, you know, even if I just want to like run away lead them to it, I can still stand in the sense that there's something going on there that's important to each, and what's important to both um, is the relationship. Totally agree with you. Yeah, thank you, Lemoyne and and Micah. I, the the point, what was coming up for me as you were speaking, uh, is I believe, or I have a sense that each of us are transitioning from a from a place of of the comparison and right and wrong to a place of acceptance and allowance and and expansion as a result of each one of us sharing uh, whatever is there for us. And that that, that sharing is, is uh, dare I say, um, each of us expanding into this state of union, this state of unity, this state of oneness. It's for the most part, I'd say it's welcoming, welcoming the the different perspectives or the different insights or sharing that somebody has. That that and and the feeling within of being able to allow and accept that just seems so juicy. 
so key and so appreciative that that we're all going forward with that or in that regard. So um, I see that, or I get a sense of that, and really appreciate it. I certainly recognize it for myself and and for others I see participating in our talks. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Yeah. Thank you. That really covers that next paragraph, 29, where he basically said, you know, what you were highlighting, the forward motion regardless of the group's configuration, is still the same. In one movement away from learning towards acceptance of what is, what difference may be highlighted at this time, what will be revealed through sharing is what, is that while experiences may differ greatly and seem to be offering diverse learning situations, the individuals will actually be coming to many similar new insights and truths. So that's, Basically, you agree with Jesus. Thank you, Reverend Bill. And it's true, you know, when we share. Even though they're diverse situations, the listeners listening from their heart and sharing in that movement, the forward movement. So, yeah. I would I would refer to it as an expansion in our awareness, mm-hmm. an expansion in our beingness, and our acceptance of one another. Yeah, that's a key word, acceptance. Yeah. yeah. I'd like, if I may, I'd like to go back to a comment, uh, Paula, when you were sharing before about <coughs> being in, in this group, uh, facilitating it or leading it or simply being in it. Um, I would suggest that even at the level as, as, of a facilitator um, of these groups, that there is an expansion that's going on. Uh, I'd say, speaking for myself, I'm recognizing a deeper and more exciting and more thrilling openness that's unfolding. And my guess is, is that all who do get involved in that facilitating, we're getting just as much out of it in terms of our growth as is everyone mm-hmm. involved. It may be in a slightly different perspective, but um, I, I don't know if that resonates for you, Paula, if, if, that, if, if, you, if, if that makes sense to you. But it's what yeah. I've seen unfolding. Yeah, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. You know, whatever role we take on, facilitator, listening, participant, we're all growing. We're all growing. I grow by listening. If you want to call me the facilitator, I grow by listening to everyone's shares. Mm-hmm. The one that's sharing listens. You know, I might help somebody in my with my vo- wo- words. It's, a, a, you know, 
one helping another back and forth. What we give, we receive. You know, it's like we're all there together. We don't need, I mean, titles. We're all equal at some point. And, you know, he says some might feel like still in the classroom, they're less than, but nobody's less than. We're all at that level where we need to be. And we're all moving forward. Forward movement. I love that word. Forward movement. Motion. So, yeah. So we're all facilitators in our own way. Yeah, thank you. Paula, this is Judy. Can you hear me? Yes. Am I still muffled? Slightly, but you're audible. You know, if you keep our ears <laughs> close to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm willing. I'm willing to keep my ear close to the phone. <laughs> oh my God. Came in a little... Speak up, Sister Judy. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> the only the only thing I want to I want to share right now is is that it's just one little thing. Differences do not make separate. That is the one thing that that it's, it's like an idea. It feels to me like an idea. It feels like a feeling. It's something that I can. Experience experience within myself that says I no longer need to do anything other than just understand that one particular idea. We're all different. Every single human on this planet who's here now, been here before to come, we're all different. But that does not make us separate. You know, to me that idea is absolutely small. It is, it is huge. It's great. And I'm loving it. And that's all I have to share because I, I realize that until I get this issue with my phone, that's all I want to share from now. So thank you. No, you sounded came in a little stronger. Yeah, I think, you know, I had to raise the volume, but it was good. We heard you. Thank you, Judy, for that. Thank you so much. Let me ask now, is there anyone who has joined us that would like to announce if you're there? Yeah, I don't know what to announce. Oh, hi, Steve. Just announced you're here. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. All right, here it goes. Let me, let me announce. Here's Steve. Yay. <laughs> hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Hey. Welcome. Thank you. It's nice to be alive, breathing here on Earth. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Steve, on a side oh, yeah. note, I, I answered you in the chat box when we were on that call when you asked. And I no gave. way, really? Yeah, call me sometime. You got my number, right? I don't think so. All right, at the end of the call, I'll take your number, okay? All right, and Reverend excellent. Bill, excellent. And, and Reverend Bill, I want to talk to you at the end of the call also about something. Okay, well, welcome, Steve. We're reading um, the addendum 
uh, in the time, the learning in the time of Christ, and we just went through the part two of that. If you have the book, thank you. So the floor is open. Yeah, this is Lemoyne, and you know I don't want to try not to be stuck on that, but I agree, Judy. That differences do not make separate. That's like um, <clears throat> that really <laughs> that really erases a lot of the justification for for perceiving separation. And as far as that uniqueness thing, it's it's for me. I it, I like to say it this way: if each of us is unique, and indeed we are, even identical twins are different somehow. And um, <clears throat> if each of us is unique, then everyone has this property of uniqueness, and we all share that in common. Okay, <laughs> so even uniqueness does not separate. It becomes. If it's a quality of the individuation, then it's, again, something we all share. And so I just, you know, that helps seal over the cracks that judgment likes to try and anchor in. Anyway, I'm good that. Yeah, Thank good you, point. Yeah, very good. This Micah, I'm going to hold on to that that sentence too because in just a few minutes I have a, a dinner guest coming and it could be quite quite challenging and um, it, but to just hold on to that keep seeing unity no matter what the differences are um, that that will allow the heart to open up and keep me out you know keep keep the, the thoughts and perceptions you know, in that more expanded place. You know. Anyway, I'm done. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Micah. But isn't the driving force behind that uh, love? Mm, yeah. It's all about love, right? Mm-hmm. When we don't see differences. Yeah, thanks for that. We see... Yeah, we see, you know, the truth. And so we come from our hearts, not our minds. If I lived closer, I would have... Post on impose on you with your dinner. I would join you for dinner. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. I know. We'll all come. <laughs> yeah, our path is getting really soft with love, isn't it? And acceptance and mm-hmm. dropping judgment and unity. Yeah. 
But it's weird. I, at the same time, I can feel what he's talking about in paragraph 33. You know, they may wonder where and when the peace, ease, and abundance promised by this course will arrive. I mean, I still have moments through the day where, um, you know, I get caught in the momentum of living, and it's so hard to find a way, you know, to to, to regain that clarity and uh and thoughts come that are, you know, troublesome and and dark. And uh, uh, so I could I could relate to that paragraph too. Oh, I'm complete. Yeah, I I, I think we all can in our own individuated way, <laughs> as individuals, differently. You know, we make everything, I think, even going through with the miracles, you know, you get to that point where you feel it's not working well, something's not going, you know, the question and doubt. And here he's saying they may wonder where when the peace and ease and abundance promises, you know, like, not happening. But it is happening, because I know even with myself initially, you know, you doubt it, but it's there. It's that, that moment, and all of a sudden things start to click. But that's perfect. And I think when it, and it says these need help in staying grounded in the present, the reminders, they are no longer seeking it. And we do that as a group, you know, beyond the facilitator having to step up. And when we share in our dialogues, you know, you hear, we'll hear a brother or sister floundering or questioning. And each and every one of us step up somehow to reassure that individual that they're okay. And that's when we say, you know, we're all at our own level. It comes, be patient, as long as you're willing. You know, dear Reverend Pan, she loves that word. As long as you're willing, you make strides. The major strides you don't even know. I mean, I think we've all heard it over the years through other others, a facilitator, you know, with that encouragement. And that's how it works. That's the oneness of us, the coming together. No one looks at anybody separately. We're all here with the purpose. You know, they need, because they need reassurance. And I think we do it. We do it every time we share. So, thank you for highlighting that, Micah. That was great. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Micah. And in in the course of that, that sharing, what came up for me is is recently seeing this and recognizing that there's for me there's been a tendency to want to go in and do something to change or to 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 fix that, so to speak. Um, which, of course, is me slipping back into the ego mode. And I recall recently reading in our, in our daily reads, um, coming across the, the message of, of to be in the stillness, to, to allow ourselves to be in that stillness, in that state of uncertainty, or that state of doubt, and just allow that to be, to watch then what unfolds following that. Um, and, uh, I mean, 
this isn't it hasn't been relevant to me since this morning <laughs> when when I, I found in an intense situation wanting to come up with a solution and instead just recognizing it was it was time to just relax and allow and let it unfold and and it did um, I got the support that I needed uh, and the connection from others working with um, so hope that's making sense that that he's he's telling us early on in the course of love to not go in and fill that vacuum with matter from the past, but instead just be there and then watch what comes up next. Thank you. I'm complete. Yeah, that was good. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Thank you. This is Donna. I, I'm actually kind of new to, to uh, I do call these classes because I come and I learn. So anytime I come and learn, I call it a class. But for me, the biggest thing uh, uh, of, of the collection, that there are a collection of individuals who come and agree to join uh, on these calls is a very, that agreement is very powerful. And the context of, of why we come to the calls, calls is, is it's an atmosphere that removes all the hindrances when you walk around in the world of the hindrances of not being able to acknowledge who you really are freely. I mean, we're, we may all be at, at, in different levels of our understanding, but we're coming, well, my, what I hear and what I know that I come for is it's a place where I'm free to say, I am Christ. I am an image and likeness of God. I am a consciousness. Uh, I am in a dream, and 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 I have the opportunity because of this unity and because of this joining and the and the willingness to um, to allow our our Christhood to be the focus of our attention for an hour, an hour and a half, or whatever it is and to be able to read the words which are life as far as I'm concerned and then hear where others what what others bring because everyone is in a different place than I am because we're unique we're all getting this in our own uniqueness so the beautiful thing to me is is I can just I don't have to work 
worry about somebody's going to challenge my religion or challenge my what I'm saying. It's it, that uh, with something else that oh you 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 know you got the devil or or oh no you shouldn't be saying this you should be saying that. So it's just so beautiful to be able to come to these readings and be who. And my aim is to be who I really am. So to allow that aim, to, to allow my humanness to relax and let that aim continue to unfold because I'm, I'm listening, looking around me, so to speak, and I find everybody here has the same intention I have. They want to be walking in who they are not in who the dream has told them they were. So, so, so to me, that's the richness of, I'm not familiar with, with, with the relationship we have or with the unity that is presented and that everybody's willingness. And uh, I, I'm just really, um, you know, the text is almost, I'm, I'm saying this tongue-in-cheek, the text is almost secondary to helping me realize my reality, although the fact of the matter is the reading and individual's comments in their collect, the collective consciousness um, is what allows me to accelerate this accepting of who I really am instead of who... Uh, I thought I was in the dream. So that's where I'm at, and I am complete. Thank you, Donna. Thank you so much for wow. that. Wow, Donna, that yeah. was a, absolutely mm-hmm. was. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Donna. Very well. Paula, I have to make a phone call, so I'm going to say good night. Uh, okay. Go. We'll meet again. Bye-bye. Take care. Good night. Gloria, my sister, would you like to join in with any shares? Are you with us, Gloria? She stepped away for a moment. Oh, okay. I'm back, but I'm okay. I don't have nothing to share right now. All right. Thank you. Anyway.
And I keep looking down at paragraph 32, and I highlighted it, I guess, when I first read the book. Who knows? I've read it so many times, so I should have used different highlighting <laughs> tomorrow. But, you know, we, he says, you know, when you know, we're in groups, these individuals can be encouraged here to watch the parade go by as what has gone unhealed is brought forward for acceptance, forgiveness, and letting go. With the letting go of each old pattern or situation that seems forth with peril, a cloud of despair will lift. A little more of darkness recedes and a little more light is available to show the way. You know, and without even realizing, and I think we've all done that in our own way, you know, where you hear an individual share and you come, you know, you you share afterwards, but you don't share like it's a direct uh, conversation with that individual. You, You share something that's basically letting that individual know, you know, it's the time to let old patterns go. Or, you know, you relate it to your personal experiences. And every time we do that, we're actually helping, you know, someone in, in, as the member of, in the crowd, you know, in the group. It's, we all hear it. We hear what we need to hear. And I know I, I, I'm in tune to it. And I think we all are well, when you hear a brother say or a sister, you know, that they're, you know, they're in a... a despair or, uh, you know, darkness. And we say words of encouragement. And I've witnessed that so much in this, and I find that a lot in this group and other groups too, but in this group, sometimes you all blow my mind constantly. Oh, uh, and I do appreciate, you know, that we all show up for each other. And take it just one facilitator. It takes a group of facilitators. <laughs> Thank you, Paula. No, no. You know, I <laughs> look at there at the end of A32, <clears throat> there's a statement. The previous sentence ends with forward for acceptance, forgiveness, and letting go. Mm-hmm. With letting ego, excuse me, with the letting go of each old pattern or situation that seems fraught with peril, a crowd of despair, a cloud of despair will lift. A little more of darkness recedes, and a little more light is available to show the way. May we be seen that we're doing this for one another, that we're receiving in this manner, in this way. Thank you. I'm complete. Yeah, thank you for that, Reverend Bell. That's why I think we come together. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Well... I think we've come to the end of this call, unless there's any more shares, because like I said, I had not 
and feeling too well and I really am kind of ebbing out. <laughs> wow, so. sweetheart, you showed up tonight. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. No, how could I not? <laughs> any last minute shares before we say goodnight? Yvonne, do you have anything you'd like to share before we leave? Not really. There's one thing that's been on my mind or in my heart. The, the course of love uh, it does say on the back of the uh, back of the book that the course of love is your intimate companion on your journey home. So I would mm-hmm. say Jesus uh, being my intimate companion. And over the years, I've really gotten to really connect with Jesus, um, not in the sense of the, uh, the, the church is in the sense of it or anything like that, but because I feel really deep in my heart that Jesus, is, Jesus wrote this and that this is for us, and, and, and I'm really getting more into that, and I've actually started work now with the way of mastery, because that seems to me is a, just a very organic continuation of Jesus speaking to us and, and working with us and bringing us home. So it, I, it's, I love the Course of Love. I love the Course of Miracles. I love the Course of Love. But it's, it's a continuation. It's not, and not, it's not the books per se. It's, it's you know, revealing our true essence and our, the Christ mind in, in each of us. So it's, that's kind of where I am now, and I just wanted to throw that in there. I don't know. It just fits, it fits well for my, my, where I am right now. So I'm complete. And that's great. Thank you, Yvonne. Yeah, we are where we're supposed to be right now. That's okay. And it's beautiful for all of us. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. Thanks for everything you're doing. Thank you all. Couldn't do it alone. Thank you, Yvonne. And that's exciting to know what's unfolding for you there. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Reverend Bill. We're all one. Merry Christmas to all of you. Oh, yeah. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> yes, have a blessed Christmas. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And Reverend Bill, when I end the call, would you stay on a moment? I want to ask you for something. Uh, great. Um, by all means. Okay, so I'm going to say goodnight. Okay, I'm going to end the I will I say wish goodnight. You all- <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Well, take care and stay safe and have a blessed Christmas. And I'll see you next week. Blessed be. Thank you. Blessings to everyone. Good night. Good night, all. Good night. Uh, Good night, everyone.